Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. For many Ukrainians, the sounds of the past two months have been air raid sirens and explosions. But in the southern city of Odessa, along the Black Sea, some residents are trying to replace the sounds of bombs with the notes of jazz. NPR's Tim Mack has the story. The first time I was in Odessa, about a month ago, I heard a rumor about a jazz club. Like so many businesses in the city, it had shut down, but I heard they still did impromptu shows. So when I returned to Odessa this week, I had to see if this was true. I'm walking up the stairs of this five-floor club and theater that had been a social hub before the war. It's called Perone Number 7. There's a club cat stalking the halls and some turtles in an aquarium. The walls are covered in hip art and promotional posters of shows from better days. They do some theater, but a lot of jazz. One stage specifically designed for electric jazz and another for acoustic. And in the shadow of the war, I found some life. This past weekend, they put on a series of theatrical performances including a short play on a Ukrainian man in love with a culturally Russian woman. It's a comedy that chronicles his attempt to Ukrainize his beloved. This is Yaroslav Trofimov, who co-owns the club with his wife, Julia Virginia, explaining why they haven't shut down completely. Let me tell you a story. Uh, the biggest air missile strike in Odessa. The sky was black because it was a lot of fire in the middle of the city. Uh, We all woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning and ran into the shelters. And uh, at 2 o'clock, at the same day, we started our performance of theater on the balcony. And as the smoke billowed and the dust settled, Yaroslav had a provocative question for the 100-person audience who had assembled in the square below. I asked the guests, do we fear? Do we feel fear right now? Are we scared? And people said, no, we are not. Perone number seven has since held free outdoor theatrical and jazz performances. We met shortly after the sinking of the Russian naval vessel, the Moskova, just some 16 nautical miles from where we're sitting. Yaroslav was drinking homemade gin. They really want us to be scared. They want us to lay low. They want us to stop all our normal life and not walk in the parks with the dogs. And I can say uh, that direction for every person who has in its mind that war will make us fear, the direction is very simple. They should go with the Russian worship. We will not be scared. He and his friends got together and played a famous jazz song. When the Saints Go Marching In. And they changed the lyrics to When the Ships Go Bottom In, referring to the sinking of the Moskva. Holy cow, holy cow. 
Like millions of their fellow citizens, Julia and Yaroslav initially thought about leaving when the war broke out. Julia even said goodbye to the club, as if it might be the last time they saw it. We didn't know what to do. Uh, we grab some luggage. We buy um, this little cage for our cats. <laughs> Just in case we need to evacuate all these cats with us. She jokes that they didn't leave because their two cats don't get along. But they also realized their club was important. Not just for theater, but it could also be used by volunteers and civilians who wanted to organize ways to alleviate suffering in the war. The heart, the soul of this club remains jazz, though. A place where people and musicians once came to laugh and sing and hear music. A lot of guys from New York, from Chicago, from Europe, a lot of American uh, musicians. A local photographer captured this weekend's jazz performance on the balcony and posted a number of photos of the audience below as they watched the performance. There was smiling, there was laughter, but there was something even more profound than that. Residents enjoying a slice of serenity a moment of peace in a time of war. If your life will be ruined in one day, if your businesses will be devastated forever in one day, if you will lose everything except of your sense of humor, you will easily understand why do you love in the middle of the war. Yaroslav said that the last few days have been especially menacing for the city's residents. You may not know, but last three days, Russians sending a lot of messages to the Telegram, to the Instagram, to the SMS, to people in Odessa, writing, we know who you are, we know where you live, we know that uh, you're against Russians. He says their biggest weapon is laughter and creativity. More important even than the foreign weapons that have become iconic in this war. That's why we keep in meeting each other and uh, telling uh, stories and jokes. Because there's the same frontier, there's the same uh, weapon as, uh, I don't know, javelin or bayraktar or something else. Julia says this is a joyous place. Odessa is known as a laid-back city by the sea. A place that's relaxed and relaxing. But now during the war, there's so much anger here, too, towards the Russian artists and musicians who used to be part of their community. It's hard to say, but they're not a people for us anymore. Yeah, that's mean. That's gross to say. Uh, we uh, ate a lot of Russian uh, content, you know, poetry, literature, theater. I studied the theater. It was like a greatest example. And now I understand that's not exist. It was a fake. All this was a fake because uh, it didn't affect the people. It didn't open their eyes. It didn't make them think critically. Yaroslav talks about a dichotomy, about having panic attacks and fits of laughter in the same day. There's a war outside. The front lines are just one major city away. But jazz is still playing in Odessa. And that's what makes life worth surviving for. Tim Mack, NPR News, Odessa. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure. OCI is the platform for database, application development, and AI needs. 
Do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic. Take a free test drive at oracle.com slash NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Capella University. With Capella's FlexPath learning format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Okay, close your eyes for a second. Now imagine you're on your dream vacation. No work calls to answer, no text messages to respond to, just your suitcase and an opportunity. The opportunity to just take yourself out of your routine and travel deeper. How to actually take that dream trip. That's on the Life Kit Podcast from NPR.